Hey girls, it's Kayla, and today um, I'm going to be talking about social media and what to do with movies and all of those types of things. Um, I'm sorry it'll just be me today because um, my sister and my friend Katrina and Shiloh aren't able to make it. So let's get started. One of the biggest struggles um, for most of you girls out there, and I've experienced this too, is that when when you don't have something, like, okay, say for example, your parents aren't going to let you have Instagram or Snapchat. So I'll just use Instagram for this one. Um, Instagram. So, and then all your friends ask you, hey, do you have Instagram? And you tell them that you don't. And then, then they reject and they look at you in a funny way and start whispering. Because I know that happened to me too with um, some people that I knew. And I didn't really feel good after that. And so I asked my parents if I could get it. And they said, they said no. So, you know what? It's hard, it's hard to do that. And it's hard to face rejection. But the thing is, you still know that it's right. And one day, eventually, you'll get that thing or Instagram, Snapchat, whatever you've been looking for. Even though sometimes your friends say things like, oh, everybody has it, why don't you have it? Then it's still fine because your parents say what they say and your parents have different rules, their parents have different rules. Everyone's different. Sometimes the same thing happens with um, like movies, um, apps, video games, that sort of thing. Um, for, um, with me, um, if your friends like zombies and vampires and witches and stuff like that, and your parents say that that's wrong, then it's wrong, and you shouldn't involve in doing that. doesn't mean that your friends mustn't do that. It means that you must, because... You need to obey what your parents say and not what other people think you should do. Like we covered in another podcast, um, peer pressure. Don't give in to peer pressure. Um, I, everyone struggles with that, but the more that you spend time with God, our Heavenly Father, then the more that you are aware of these things and the more that you find it easier to say no. To reiterate this point, I found some Bible verses, um, and one of them is in Romans 12, verse 2, which says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So what this verse is saying is don't be like the world, but be like Jesus would want you to be, and do what God wants you to do, which is his will. Um, some of you might ask, what is his will? Um, and another verse says, 1 Timothy 2, verse 3 to 4, For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Well, um, I think that verse says it pretty clearly right there. And um, so another verse I found is 1 John 2, verse 15 to 17. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Well, I'm going to go with this verse by verse because this is um, quite harsh. And some of you might be thinking, 
but this is weird, what's going on here? Um, so, do not love the world. It doesn't mean, do not love the people in the world, because Jesus said, love one another as I have loved you. It means that you mustn't love what the world loves. You mustn't love um, the bad things that they do. Don't love that kind of stuff. Don't love doing those things, because you need to be conformed into the perfect will of God. And I know that you can't do it on your own, and that's why Jesus sent Holy Spirit um, to help us with everything. Holy Spirit, he helps me, he's my teacher, he's my comforter, and I just love talking to him. So what you guys can do is you talk, should talk to him too about these kind of things. Um, don't love the world and ask him to help you not to love the world or the things in the world. So um, here I'm going to continue in the verses. Um, For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Like I said previously, don't like the bad things that, um, that the world has, but love what the Father has for you. Okay, continuing. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. So if you do the will of God, according to what this verse says, you will abide forever. And where will you abide? We will abide in heaven. There are a lot of verses in the Bible that um, talk about what I'm talking about today, so I'm just going to do two more. Okay, James 4.4 4. Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. So, what would be friend of the world? What do you think that looks like? Think about that. And I will answer that at the end of my podcast. Well, my last verse is James one twenty seven that says, Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble, and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. Which means, you need to look different from the world. Be different. Look different from the world. Doesn't mean be different, wear different clothing, that looks weird and just stands out. It means to look different and to stand out and be Jesus' example on the earth. Now it's come to the end of my podcast, and I'm going to answer the question, um, what does being a friend of the world look like? Being a friend of the world is not standing up when people talk about Jesus, your Lord and Savior, in a way that he wouldn't like, or anyone wouldn't like being spoken about them. And just just being how Jesus wants you to be, like I've talked about earlier, you need to be different from the world. Don't go along with what everybody says, but be different. And be how Jesus was. Imitate him. Well, I'll see you on my next podcast. Bye!